That's here. That's home. That's us. Il est différent, et plus il est différent de moi, plus il va m'apprendre des choses nouvelles. Well, something is going to happen to me that I don't know what it's going to be. Goodbye, stranger. Hi everyone, I'm Thibaut, and welcome to this new episode of Goodbye Stranger, the show where we get to know strangers. The idea is pretty simple. I'm having conversations with people I've never met before, and I ask them questions about their life, their stories. At the end of those conversations, they're not strangers anymore. With no further ado, let's meet our next guest, Eric. My name is Eric Michael Pearson. I am 38 years old, and I was raised in Berkeley, Massachusetts. I was an angsty teenager. I, you know, I think you're kind of supposed to be, but I was like, really? I still carry some of it, which is not doing me any good. But anyway, yeah. I, don't, I think I was probably in my late 20s or 30s, early 30s before like a stranger, like someone that I was working with that I didn't know super well. Um, I was angry about something on, on a job one day and they were like, Hey man, like we're really worried about you. Like, are you okay? And I was like, yeah, like I'm good. I'm just blowing off steam. And they were like, well, just so you know, you look insane right now. Uh, and I think that I grew up in a, well, I don't think, I mean, I did my, I, I grew up in a place where anger was like a comfortable emotion to express you know, it was like normal in the household, a lot of screaming. Um, but only now, <laughs> really realizing like, oh, that's not good. You got to work on that, you know. Anger is such a, it's such a quick place to go to. I had like a short fuse and I've not, I've not been in like a Rageaholics Anonymous or anything, but I feel like I could have been a good candidate um, if I'm being perfectly honest, like something that has really helped me out nowadays is uh, edibles. They have been wonderful in helping me be more empathetic. It really turns on like the empathy spout <laughs> inside. Um, oh man, it's this is embarrassing, but like I will, you know, have a lovely weekend in an elevated state of consciousness, and like I'll call a random friend and just like gush on them, be like, "Hey, remember this time that I blah blah? I really love you. I I miss you. I hope you're doing well." It's a better, it's a much better way to catch up with people. For me, I think it's so easy in New York, especially to get um, caught up in your day to day, just trying to survive. Like you know what I mean? Shit down here ain't easy unless you're like really making bank. So. It, it just makes me more aware uh, to appreciate the little things. And I, yeah, I very much enjoy being in that space. Um, Cause I do, it carries with me too. Like it'll, the, the uh, ultimately the effects of it will last for a couple days. And like, I'm in a better mood. I'm more aware of how everybody else is feeling. I'm not thinking about what I need to do and, uh, to, to, you know, to get by or, or whatever. I'm, th I'm truly thinking about like how we all fit together and it's, it sounds, it's so hippie, but like, you know, we are all part of this giant organism, whether or not we like it, it's bet it's easier for me <laughs> with, with the help, uh, of the plant, you know, otherwise I'm, I'm too focused inside. It makes it easier to consider other people's perspectives to talk to strangers, to really get to know, like to really talk to someone and try and connect with them um, and just be kind. 
my parents got divorced when I was like 14, something like that. And I remember my mom clearing out her closet and she had a Pentex Super Emmy 35 millimeter camera. Um, when they were getting the divorce, she handed me that and said, here, you should take this. You'd be good at this. I was always like an artistic kid. I was always drawing. I used to make like little comic books and characters and stuff. And I was like, you know, most artistic in the yearbooks and all that stuff. Um, but, I, but photography was not something I'd ever really messed with. So anyway, uh, she gave me this camera and I was like, whatever. It sat in my closet for a couple of years. And then I moved in with my dad. Uh, and when I was a senior, I think in high school, um, I was really into graphic arts. So we had a pretty cool graphics program, uh, at my high school and, uh, needed some black and white photos. And I was like, Oh, I'll give this camera thing a shot. And I was, it was fun at first. Like I, I was really interested in it, but it didn't fall in love immediately. It, it wasn't like that. Um, it really was just to figure out an assignment, but as I kept doing it slowly, but surely I got more and more interested. And eventually I got a, I saved up all my money, you know, one summer and like bought a, I think it was a D 70 Nikon, which was like, that was like the entry level camera for my generation, essentially. <laughs> to digital anyway. It was like six megapixels. What? But I did that for a few years and started posting on LiveJournal uh, and started making friends through photography. Just to be clear, I've actually never been in love with photography. Um, I'm, I use it as a tool to connect with strangers. Um, and subsequently, like now, you know, I still have student loans, so I got to pay these bills. So there's a part of me that's like, well, you, you know, you, you got to do it. Um, but it's, it's always been sort of a labor of love um, t in the sense that I don't think I've ever made a photo that I'm like, oh, my God, that's that's it. That's amazing. Like. I, I don't think I'm a particularly great photographer. Um, I recognize that I'm I'm not bad at it. I've made a living at it for a while, but I, the way that I, when I talk to other photographers, some you know pros and people that have been in the game for like twenty, thirty years, sometimes and often they talk about it in a very different way. Um, they they have a much different relationship with like the idea of photography and what it represents in the world and all that stuff and. For me, it really is like just a tool for a connection more than anything else. And it's it's an opportunity to be like, this is how I see the world. Um, but I'm not, I don't think I've ever been like particularly loud and proud about that. The more that I learn about it, the less I think I'm good at it. So I I don't, I, 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 the last time I posted on, you know, Instagram was maybe a year ago, like over a year ago with anything professionally. Um and I'm I'm now kind of discovering how much I like shooting with an iPhone and, and editing with that. Like, so for me, it, it went from being about the gear and figuring how do cameras work and like in photo school, I was like, how do lights work and, and why? And why would you choose to light someone this way versus that way? And I'm much more interested in um, the technical side of it and just using that, like using all of the knowledge of it as a bridge to just get to people. 
I really, you know, I thought I wanted to be this like big time photographer when I got out of photo school and traveled around for a bit. And I've been very fortunate. I'm, I'm not knocking my opportunities or experience. Like I, it's been amazing. I've gotten to travel all over the world and shoot fascinating, interesting people. Um, but it's much more about that than it is the photography. to New York and I didn't have any friends here. Um, so I was like always needing to get out and, and meet people. And so I spent a lot of time in comedy clubs cause I also just love comedy. Um, and I started making friends with some comedians and just being like, Hey, I'd love to photograph you. I think in general, it was hard for me to make friends. Um, I feel that I had to bring something of value to someone to, have a reason to associate with them. And like, this all comes from a place of low self-esteem, right? So you couldn't possibly be interested in just chatting and, and, you know, having a good time with someone in their personality. So like I had to bring something to the table and I was like, well, I'm a photographer, you're a comedian. I can offer you something that gives me a reason to be in the same room with you. Um, and subsequently it was like, okay, well I'll build a portfolio and like it, everybody wins, but I was just, not shy, but like, I just wasn't confident as a person. So, um, using the camera as a way to give me a reason, um, so to speak. So I started shooting comedians and I sort of got a reputation for doing that. And then I'd meet more and more. And luckily, like so gracious, such a loving community. So many people that I'm still friends with to this day. There was something about it that just felt like necessary for me. Um, it gave me a reason to, like, get out of the house, you know? Twenty seventeen, I just come out of a crazy breakup, and I was I was totally lost. I was in a crazy headspace that I had never been in as an adult. I was like thirty two years old, I think. I didn't know what to do. I tried doing the van life thing for a year. I was like, just lonely. I felt, I felt so alone, didn't know what to do. I got frustrated one day and I grabbed a, a big light stand on wheels. I put a battery light on it and I grabbed a, a piece of cardboard out of the trash on fifth Avenue and wrote free portraits. And I put my website address, ericmichaelpearson.com. And I went into union square and I just stood there and someone would, you know, come up and be like, Oh, free portraits. I was like, yep, let's do it. And I just started photographing people. Um, and I just loved it. I just loved meeting strangers and, and ch chatting with them for a little bit and then taking their photo and then ultimately like get their email address and send it to them. That was it. There was nothing beyond go shoot people right now because you're, you're lonely. And I loved the approachability of it because I think a lot of times, and I've done this too, I know a lot of photographers will do this, but when you're trying to do like street photos, 
it's so much like running up to someone and it's this awkward, like, Hey, excuse me. Do you mind if I take your photo? Like, I really love what you're wearing or whatever. And often people will say yes, but sometimes they say no and that's fine. But I was, I felt like I just don't want to be rejected right now. There was something about that. So I kind of set it up in a way that's like, if you want it, just let me know and I'll make it happen. So it was just like providing a service for free in a way. Um, and so that was the first iteration. And then I was like, oh, that was, okay, that went well. And then one, I think a, a week or two later, um, I just bought an Apple box uh, and grabbed a stencil kit and wrote on the Apple box, if you sit here, you will be photographed. So that felt a little bit different because it now like any complete stranger is totally in control of the situation. If they see it and they decide they want to be photographed, they come over to me and I would not ask anyone, even with the free portrait sign, I'd be like, Hey, like you want to, you know, and when you have a big, you know, 36 inch softbox light in the middle of union square, like people are like, what kind of interested? What's that about? Um, that's ultimately, that's what it became. And that's why it became it. So then I got the handle, like if you sit here on Instagram, um, and ultimately, you know, the, the second half of that is you will be photographed. But I wanted to leave it open because eventually I want to do more than just photography. So in my brain, there's like, if you sit here, you'll be interviewed. If you sit here, you'll be pied in the face, you know, for charity or whatever. And I want to, I want to turn it into much more than just a photo project. Um, but I don't really know how yet. Uh, and, and ultimately, all of this is born out of I'm feeling kind of gloomy I should go interact with humans and, and that's what it has been, you know, up to this day. I have only done it a, a handful of times uh, uh, throughout the years now. Um, but it's always a really good time. And I meet beautiful, fascinating, interesting, creative people. And it, I've never had a bad day doing this. So, you know, why stop? I've let go of I've let go of the idea of like being some kind of, you know, world famous photographer. Like if that happened great, but that's not something I'm trying to chase anymore because at some point I I realized that's it's not about magazine covers and all that shit. Like it really is a tool that I use primarily just to meet people and like offer them something and like I'm cool with that that's all I need I think I was in it for the wrong reason when I started in photography I was like I want to be the next X you know photographer whatever um, because I looked up to these people like they were you know gods of their craft but I just got to a point where I was like I don't want to chase that they already do it you know what I mean? The John Keatleys of the world and the Dov Condors and they're already doing it. So like, I don't need to try and do that too. The, the thing that I'm struggling with the most, uh, is truly figuring out what my next like iteration of just art life looks like. I'm sort of in a, in a place where like I draw a blank on what 
I really, I don't know what I really want right now. I know that I, I, you know, we're, we're looking to get married, planning on having kids. And those two things feel bigger than they are in my mind, I'm sure. But sometimes I, I don't even know like what the next step is. I think I'm genuinely most afraid of being on my deathbed and thinking like, oh, you know, I should have done that thing. I should have done that art project. And what's fucked up is like, I know that's going to happen no matter what. Just, Just how my brain works. But like, as I get older, I want to get weirder. I want to get so weird and be that crazy person that people are like, that guy's a maniac. Like, be the weirdo. Don't be afraid to be like questioned or have someone say, like, yeah, that guy's strange. Like, if you enjoy it, it if it doesn't hurt anybody, and especially if it does help in some way, do the thing that is silly or awkward, even if it's just for the laugh. Like, I don't know. Life's too short to be in your head about that stuff. Thank you so much for listening to this new episode of Goodbye Stranger. I really hope you liked it. And if you did, actually, you can help spread the word about the show by doing two things. You can leave a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And you can also talk about it around you. You can share it with your friends, with your colleagues, your family. That'd be really, really helpful. And if you have any feedback regarding the show, any idea of people I should interview, you can send me a message on the website or the Instagram page. I'll share all the info in the show notes. So thank you again and see you next time for a new episode of Goodbye Stranger.